Welcome to the Hey Legal Quiz with me, Edith Forrest. The aim of this quiz is to provide some light-hearted entertainment during lockdown and beyond. I'll be asking 20 questions of leading Scottish legal figures, questions which give insight to their careers and their lives beyond the law. So let's begin. Okay, so uh, thank you very much. We are joined uh, today by the Vice Dean of Faculty, Roddy Dunlop, who's kindly agreed to answer our, our tw- 22 challenging questions. Uh, so thank you very much, Roddy, for, for joining us. Not at all. Delighted to be here. From the, the white, hot, white hot heat of, of Edinburgh, it looks like. It looks lovely there. Indeed. Indeed, yeah, the sun is shining. <laughs> all right, well, we'll just get started then. So, um... The first question is, if you weren't a lawyer, what would you be? Unemployed. <laughs> um, being a lawyer is the only job I've ever been any good at. Um, so I, I genuinely can't imagine doing any job other than the one that I do. Okay. And have you always, is that all you've ever wanted to be, a lawyer? Yeah, pretty sad. From a very early age, um, that, that's really all I wanted, all I could envisage doing, all I wanted to do. Um, so I, mean, I, ha- I have as well. Let's come on to had other jobs, but um, not not really anything else that had ever um, tweaked my uh, attention or, or caught my interest in the way the law has. Okay, all right. Question number two is: Did you have a nickname at school, and if so, what was it, and why were you given it? It's a very embarrassing question. Or it's a very embarrassing answer. <laughs> um, I didn't really have a nickname at school um, until I went to. Uh, scripture union camp as a teenager and I came back from that scripture union camp with the nickname of Rhino which I really liked and I desperately tried to persuade the people at school to adopt this as my new nickname with no success whatsoever uh, until many many years later uh, close friends of mine learned of that story and started with a significant degree of irony and the cruelty to refer to me as Rhino so it is now my nickname I wanted it to be my nickname, but it wasn't until my latter years. Okay, and so why why were you called Rhino? Do you know why they nicknamed you Rhino? Um, I think it was my um, a, a ability or lack thereof on the football pitch, uh, which just involved charging head down along the pitch. Uh, my, my footballing abilities are very, very limited. Rugby is the only sport I've ever had any uh, success in, and they weren't playing rugby at Scripps Union Camp, only football. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Question number three is: uh, Were you a swatty type at school? Uh, I suppose I, I, I was in in part. I mean, I, uh, I was. I've always been very into my rugby. I was a captain of the rugby team, um, so that maybe allowed me to avoid the swatty image too much. Mm-hmm. But I was. Um, uh, some of my classmates will have told you I was a teacher's pet as well. Um, the, uh, on my last day in primary school, just going back to my lack of footballing ability, the last day of primary school, I broke the kitchen window with a football uh, and went to tell the headmistress that I'd done so, but was able to take the pain away from that by simultaneously presenting her with a side of smoked salmon that my mum had given me to take to the headmistress to thank her for my primary school education. Um, uh, Mrs. Robertson still talks fondly of that broken window and that side of smoked salmon. <laughs> a proper little soup then <laughs> a proper little soup I didn't have an apple, smoked salmon had to do <laughs> okay, uh, question number four is what was your first job 
Uh, my first job was as a bouncer. Uh, I was the world's worst bouncer. Um, <laughs> I uh, was a... Uh, I, um, I bar there just on Waverley Steps and um, Sorry, Roddy, I was... Uh, our, um, the, the, um, the recording just got interrupted a little bit there. We just heard... Right, you sorry. Uh, I was a bouncer. Okay. Um, a bouncer at a, 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 ca a cafe bar in Edinburgh that's no longer there. Right. I don't think it's failure has anything to do with my inability as a bouncer, but I was a truly <laughs> terrible bouncer. And uh, every, every uh, afternoon it would be or every evening it would be like, why did you let them in? Well, they looked okay to me. They're 16. Go and put them out. So, yeah, I was not very good, but it was entertaining and it paid very well uh, in my uh, first year of university. And, and did it just last the first year? How long did you do it for? Yeah, it just lasted the first year. I was not welcomed back after my first stint <laughs> of, uh, I think, three months. Uh, I was away for the summer, came back, and uh, I don't know, we've, we've found someone else who's uh, a, bit, a bit handier. <laughs> okay. Question number five is how do you define success? How do I define success? Um, fulfillment, um, being happy that you've done a good job. It's not always about winning and litigation, as you know, there always has to be a loser. But um, I, I consider I've succeeded if I've put my client's case forward with all of my ability, given them a fair crack of the whip uh, and uh, put them in the best position that they can be to try and win their case. That to me is success, but equally, um, I would be lying if I suggested that failure in the sense of losing a case is not the hardest thing to bear. I am very, very poor at losing cases. Um, I try not to let it affect me too much, but <laughs> I really don't like it. Okay. <laughs> um, question number six, your favourite drink? I'm very unimaginative in this regard. Lager, please. Anything cold and fizzy, and at the moment, anything cold and fizzy and served in a pub would be incredibly welcome. <laughs> Question number seven is: What don't you like about your job? Nothing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Wasn't lying earlier. I've got the perfect job. I enjoy it so much. I find it uh, fulfilling. I find it rewarding. I find it exciting. I'm almost never bored by anything that's in front of me. Um, I. I don't have a, I don't have a, a downside to it. Okay, <laughs> unusual uh, response, but very. Uh, I'm sure you're very pleased about that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question number eight is: What was your most memorable case to date? Um. So I, I mean, I was should probably say one of the ones that's been in the Supreme Court, but I. I Actually, I think the most memorable one today, or the most um, uh, the one that's been both most challenging and, and most uh, sort of, of uh, long-lasting import, would be the White House case just decided last year when when five judges uh, overturned uh, or really overturned five judges explained that um, centuries-long understanding that the Lord Advocate was immune from suit um, in civil procedure uh, was was actually wrong. And the Lord Advocate has no such immunity. Um, that was, it was a great case to be in, um, but it's, it's probably one of the most um, important cases I've been in, just in terms of the constitutional importance and, and the importance of the legal framework. Okay, all right. Um, question number nine. Tell me one thing that would surprise me about you. 
I don't know if it would surprise you or not. You may not. You may know this, but the thing that's possibly most surprising for some people is my uh, irrepressible love of heavy metal music. Um, I've been to see Iron Maiden ten times live in concert. Um, I, uh, I I've got a deep seated and enduring love of all things metal. Basically, my music taste um, uh, began at age fourteen and has never matured since. <laughs> so I'm I'm still I'm still there. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh good. Um, question number ten. What traits in others irritate you the most? A refusal to take responsibility for one's actions. Um, I find it so often in society these days. It's never it's never your fault. It's somebody else's fault. I don't like that. Um, if if it's uh, uh, we've got to take personal responsibility for what we do. Okay. All right. Question number eleven. Uh, straightforward one. Fla favorite flavor of crisps. I don't eat crisps, my body's a temple. Or <laughs> uh, or the true answer, um, kettle chips. So, or cream and... Have you frozen or have I frozen? I think we both froze for a second. <laughs> I think we got um, kettle chips, sour cream and chai, was that it? Yeah. Sour cream and chilli. Chilli, oh chilli. Sour cream and chilli, oh. yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. heard of that flavour, okay. Good. <laughs> need to try them. Other, other crisps are available. <laughs> All right. Question number twelve is: What book would you recommend everyone should read? Very tempted to give a very cerebral answer to this, but um, I don't do an awful lot of cerebral reading. So my recommendation that everyone should read is Stephen King's It, best book ever. Fact. Okay. All right. Um, question number thirteen. Do you have any irrational fears? I have many, many fears, but they are all entirely rational. Okay, all right. 14 is oldest pair of shoes. Another embarrassing one. Um, a pair of Loblin cowboy boots I bought in 1986, um, which I still have and indeed wore last Halloween. Okay. As part of a, a, a guise, or are these things that in the light of day on a regular basis? No, no, no. This uh, uh, the uh, Antonia and I went as a cowboy and saloon girl, uh, dead cowboy and saloon girl. Um, so we had the full skull skull makeup on, but as I had to be a cowboy, I had my own pair of cowboy boots. Okay. Uh, did they feel good wearing them? Do you remember why you bought them when you when you slipped your feet into them? <laughs> I did not. And more than that, in order to get them on, because they've kind of collapsed over the years, it is essential to um, put a poly bag over one's right foot before doing so. Um, so that was, uh, that, that's always interesting. <laughs> oh dear. Um, question 15. Who has had the biggest influence on your career in the law? I was asked that uh, by the Times in a, uh, an article following the White House case. Um, and suppose I, I, I ought to stick to the, the same answer because it is the correct, the true answer. Um, and the answer I gave then and I give now is it's, uh, two people. Um, my, my father for really introducing me to, to the law and indeed to the bar. Uh, and uh, Lord Malcolm, 
Um, then Colin Campbell, QC, for my first trip to the House of Lords. Um, he was the opponent in that case, um, and his advocacy was was absolutely superb um, and really showed me the um, how you could do it in a way that was different from I'd seen it done before. Was a lot of the formality was absent. He was just utterly engaging, right to the point, and uh, knocked our case for six. Okay, all right. Question 16. Um, Favourite chocolate bar? I really don't have one. I'm not a big fan of chocolate. Um, chocolate I can't remember the last time I ate a chocolate bar. Sorry. Okay, no, that's, that's, the, that's the right answer then. Um, question 17. What is the fanciest event you have ever been to? I'm not sure. I've, I've been to many events that one would describe as truly fancy. Um, I probably have to say the tumbling Lassie ball last year, and that only because the end result of that was for myself and Antonia to end up in the centre pages of Scottish Field, um, <laughs> a, a, a publication I've not featured in before or since. Um, all thanks, to, all thanks to Claire Mitchell QC. Um, but yeah, so that that probably counts as being as as, as, as fancy as I've got thus far. Okay, all right. Um, question eighteen is: What quirks do you have? What quirks do I have that haven't already been covered in terms of wearing cowboy boots and liking heavy metal? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure I can think of anything uh, other than that. But I suppose um, I have uh, I have a photographic memory uh, for um, a certain things, but absolutely not for others. So, for example, I'll never forget a case name. I will almost certainly always forget a face. I'm absolutely hopeless uh, with, with names and faces. Um, but if you put them into a law report, I'll remember who they are. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, dear. Um, question 19. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It's becoming a bit of a refrain, I know, but to go to... I doubt the... And, uh, I grew up with that, with um, equally um, guided by a father and a stepfather, and my stepfather was very keen. He, having been a stockbroker um, through his life and uh, very much a, a corporate animal, he was very keen to stay within, stay within the firm. Uh, you have your your costed by the the protection of the firm, of the salary, of the pension, of the company car. Uh, so he was very keen that I. Uh, I go into the solicitor side of the profession for that reason. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. We just sorry. the uh, the link broke just as you said what the best piece of advice was. Could you just repeat? That? <laughs> sorry. Yes. In, in, in what is becoming somewhat of a refrain, the best advice I ever had was to go to the bar. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, so I was explaining that um, having been having been guided as I grew up by both my father and my stepfather. Uh, my stepfather was a stockbroker who was uh, a corporate animal. He was very, uh, very keen on the idea of the firm, of the salary, of the pension, of the company car. And, and he thought that was the only way forward. Couldn't understand why anyone would want to, to become a sole trader, to have the risk, the lack of protection that that involved. Um, and my dad, who had been a, a solicitor uh, working with his own father for many years, was able to tell me exactly what was wrong with that model. <laughs> um, and uh, as I say, advised me to go to the bar and I've never regretted that. And that's always been the best advice I've had. Okay. All right. <clears throat> 
Question number 20 is, what job would you be terrible at? I think we have to refer back to question one in that regard. Any job that isn't this job, I have uh, my my skill set is, is is strictly limited. Always has been uh, and always will be. Um, so yeah, any job that wouldn't be this one. Uh, in particular, I would have to say uh, being a conveyancer. Um, I mean that is one thing I I, um, I had a little ex uh, exposure to as a trainee. Um, I'm going to say a little. I had one day um, in the conveyancing department when the the, the conveyancing partner brought me into her office and said, um, I haven't really got anything for you to do. So I think if you just pull up a chair, you can watch me work for the day. Uh, and I sat and watched her conveyance for a whole day, mm -hmm. uh, at the end of which uh, an all-staff memo went round the firm I was training at saying um, the, the uh, litigation partner in uh, the Kirkcaldy office has just resigned with immediate effect. Does anyone have a restricted practice certificate and are happy to go to Kirkcaldy for six months? Oh yes, uh, so that, I, I managed to I managed to do convincing for one day and one day only, and uh, I, I've always been very grateful for the opportunity I got from uh, effectively running Kirkcaldy's litigation department uh, because there is quite a lot of litigation in Kirkcaldy in certain areas anyway. Okay, and one day of convincing was quite enough for you, was it? More than enough. More than enough. <laughs> All right. Um, question 21. What is the weirdest talent that you have? Probably back to the, the ability to remember uh, every case I've ever looked at, but uh, the inability to remember somebody that I met six minutes ago. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very, a very focused um, and targeted photographic memory I seem to have. All right. You don't have a party, tr party trick or anything like that? Party trick? No, I, I, I'm very, very keen on a little bit of karaoke, but I'm terrible <laughs> at it. <laughs> okay. And the final question is: uh, What have you enjoyed most about lockdown? Well, the weather's been nice, and as you can see, I've had to shave less frequently than would ordinarily be the case. But other than that, very, very little. I want this to end so badly. Okay. I've had enough. I've had enough. Yeah. At the beginning, I mean, did you enjoy the, the start of it when maybe a couple of weeks into it or were you at that stage itching to get back? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it has had its, uh, it ha it's had its interesting aspects and its challenges, obviously. I mean, in terms of, of trying to work with the SCTS, um, the Law Society and others to, to try and get justice back moving again, I mean, attempts which, of course, are, are ongoing. Mm. As you well know, we're, we're still not back up and running uh, at all in, in the criminal sphere, really. And we're still, it's, it's still pretty slow in terms of the civil side. So, I mean, that has been very interesting. It's thrown up a whole load of challenges that you could never have foreseen six months ago. Um, and that has been intriguing. Mm. Um, so, professionally, it's not been too bad. Um, but the, um, the Groundhog Day nature of this is, um, is, not, is not great. Um, yeah. I'm not really enjoying that. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You've you've successfully uh, completed the quiz, and I think you you did so pretty unscathed. I hope it wasn't too difficult <laughs> challenge for you. Um, and we're really grateful to you, Roddy. That's the really interesting uh, answers, and I'm sure we'll give people a, an insight into you, uh, the person, rather than perhaps the the lawyer that that we are more familiar with. So thank you so much for doing that. Just before we go, um, 
can I ask you to nominate someone else to take this quiz? You can indeed. Uh, Suzanne Tanner QC, I think, will be a very entertaining participant in your quiz and uh, I commend her to you. All right. Well, thank you very much. And thank you again for, for your time and enjoy the rest of the sunshine. Thanks, Edith. Stay safe. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hey Legal Quiz. We are releasing more episodes weekly, so please sign up for free to Hey Legal on our website to access our free content, legal updates and more. Plus follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram and on all podcasting platforms. 